What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Hennigamp. What the F is up, Beef Nation? <laughs> I got Sean Dybul. What's up, Beef Nation? And I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? Um, so we're going to start incorporating a little bit more grounding techniques into episodes every now and then. So we're going to do this one. It's called, why are we doing that? Oh, grounding techniques are great to use at any point of the day, but especially when you're feeling a little bit more stressed, maybe a little bit more anxiety induced, maybe you're feeling a little bit more down, a little more depressed. They help you feel more back in the moment help you feel more centered grounded if you will yeah and it helps you just feel a little bit more refreshed and um kind of give you a better outlook on the day yeah i always think because um the podcast is called expressing emotions and feelings so we're trying to lean into that a bit more and i think especially with guys mental health traditionally isn't talked about a lot I can say that within my friend group, um, we try to discuss it as much as we can. At least I think so. So it's good to like to let it all out and stuff. And Stevie's a uh, trying to <clears throat> going to school to become a counselor. So I think it would be great to take some of what he's learned and incorporate it for uh, the audience as well. Because I'm sure everybody goes through times when they're I mean stressed and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh- Like the first thing I really learned very quickly and um, do as I say, not as I do, but everyone needs to go see a therapist because we're all going through some sort of change in our life at any point that's difficult and that's going to be tough on your mental health and you shouldn't go through it alone. you should go see a mental professional who knows what they're doing. And just like a quick little note about being uh, an LPC, which is a licensed practicing counselor, because I've had people say to me like, well, I don't know if like they're good at their jobs. Just like to be an LPC, you have to be a master. You have to go to graduate school, three semesters of internship and practicum. Then after that, you have to do 3,500 hours in the field. Damn. That's over two years of 40-hour work weeks. And then you have to take the exam, and then you can be an LPC. So Got you rethinking your career <laughs> decision over here. <laughs> Dude, no. I, so I'm, I'm, becoming, I'm, I'm becoming a school counselor, so I'll be a licensed school counselor by the state. We only take two different classes in our, in our pass. So I might take the two classes, but I can always go back. But yeah, becoming an LPC is really, really hard. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. So if you are seeing an LPC, or if you're looking into seeing a therapist, try to see an LPC, because they're very experienced. They've seen a lot of people. They know what they're talking about. Um, Yeah, I'm just a counselor in training. So I'm I'm just trying to teach you guys and what I'm what I'm learning on the fly but I I hope it can be helpful to 
to you three and to anyone who listens. Peak niche. It's definitely been helpful because, and I apologize, I don't remember what technique we did in episode, an episode or two ago, but that was really rewarding, I think, for the three of us. And we got a lot of feedback, both like to our personal accounts and to the beef account about how much people enjoyed that. So I think it has been rewarding, not only for the three of us, but for Beef Nation as well so far. So excited for more. Yeah. Um, Let's rip one. Yeah. What are we rocking with today, Stevie? Yeah. So we're going to be doing the five, four, three, two, one technique. Um, this is a great technique where you can do at any time, anywhere that you are. If you're at work, if you're, I mean, if you're driving, technically you can do this one, but probably not. Um, but like anywhere um, in the morning. Uh, it's a very simple one, just using your senses to help you bring you back to the moment. Um, so I'm going to kind of walk the guys through it right now. Um, you can follow along and then uh, we can talk about it after. All right. So make sure everybody, you're if you're in a room, make sure you're in a comfortable position. Um, I like to have my feet all on the ground. It's better for your heart rate um let's start out with a couple deep breaths so in through your nose out through your mouth in through your nose really hold it and out so if you're in a room right now or anywhere you are i want you to look at five things Try to pick out five things in that room that you've never noticed. And maybe if you have noticed this, pick something about that object that you've never noticed before. Notice their colors, the shapes, the texture. Now, I want you to pick four things in the room that you can hear. If it's my voice, then it's my voice. It's just a little ringing in your ears. Maybe the traffic off in the distance. The flickering of a candle. It's four things. Really focus on those things. Now, notice three different things that you can feel. You can move around, touch things if you need to. Notice if they're hot, if they're cold. Is it smooth? Is it rough? If you can, I personally like to do this with my eyes closed. Just really notice how they feel. Grab it if you need to. Now, 
We're going to do two things we can smell. If you have a cup of coffee near you, that would be good. Maybe it's your sweatshirt. Maybe it's the deodorant or perfume you just put on. Just anything with the smell. Really observe it. And then lastly, if you have something, try to taste one thing. Really, and if you can't, just even try to taste your own. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but it's alive in your own mouth. Just really just notice it. Just have it be your main focus just for that second. Let's take. One more deep breath. And then come back to the room when you're ready. Fire. I really like that one. That was sick. Yeah. You're very eloquent. Yeah, Thanks, nice. guys. You could, uh, if you the counseling thing doesn't out, work out. I almost died. <laughs> Yeah, we're not liable for anyone that didn't follow those directions. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but sick. Uh I do that one in the sauna. I like to end like the last three minutes. There'd be some crazy smells in that sauna too. Yeah, be crazy smells. So um, good on you. And I like just to, you know, and just like breathe for the last couple minutes. And I like I've been even using what you were talking about, Matt, just breathing. That's just even a really solid one, just focusing on your breath just for however long you can. It's just really peaceful. So, yeah. The thing I like about that, the one we did earlier, is feels like like an hour went by. It was like five minutes. So I like how it's super easy. Once you're really into it, everything just kind of washes over you. You don't really pay attention to any of, any of the other constructs and extraterrestrial baloney that goes on outside of this world right so i think that's really beneficial for me is make making things slow down a little bit and i'm not operating like all right what's next what's next what's next or what's happening what's happening what's happening because you know in the age of instant gratification where you can get like anything at a moment's notice it's cool to just take a step back and slow down and actually like breathe yeah focusing on your breath and not just doing yeah i had a pretty stressful day at work over the weekend I think the most I did to, like, the most I did to combat that, I after the shift, I got in my car and I threw on uh, Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. And I blasted that as loud as I could and I driving home. And that worked for a, a little bit. <laughs> it was pretty, you, you, do you know that song? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was, fucked with it. Ah. Uh, I've messed with it heavy. You effed with it? Yeah. And with that 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 technique, what's good about that, I think when you sit down and you're focusing on all those things, you realize how much tension you're carrying. At least for me, I felt so I was carrying so much tension in my shoulders and in my back. 
when you can breathe and just let that go, that's a really good feeling. Because I don't know, at least for me, I don't. It's only when you realize when you relax how much tension you had, actually. And I think a lot of people probably go through that throughout the day. If I know a lot of people sit down for their job and stuff. So that was good. Yeah, I did a exact what McPherson said, but I haven't had like a last stressful few days. And I even felt like I'm way more calm and in the moment now already. And again, like I came in here knowing what we're going to do to shoot the pod, right? Like I I really am stress-free right now. At least I think I was. But clearly I wasn't because something did get relieved for me. So it's so cool that something, and I mean this in the most positive way, something so simple can just make you relax so easily. And to Jack's point, it felt like an eternity and it really was, what, just a couple minutes and I already feel way better than I did before. And I felt like I felt pretty good walking in here. So it's kind of cool how something that simplistic can have such a huge impact on you. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what you said. Everyone should go to therapy. Like you said, you felt fine coming in and you said you weren't stressed, but then you got so much out of it. So even if things are going great, hit up a therapist and maybe you'll work out some things you didn't even know were on like underneath the surface and stuff. So yeah, at the very least you'll learn something about yourself. Right. Yeah. And also a good thing is there's a lot of resources. If you're uncomfortable about sitting in a room with another person, there's telehealth appointments you can use to like better help. And there's a bunch of other um, platforms that do it online and virtually. So I think a big reason is getting face to face with a therapist and like putting your trust in a complete stranger to be honest and to be not uh, like they don't, well, they won't sugarcoat it. They're going to tell you how it is. Right. So I think that's kind of the big issue. Some people maybe can't get in that room. So doing telehealth is really important or really a good opportunity. I think makes resources a lot, extend a lot farther rather than just having to go into an office. So, yeah, I mean, that was awesome. Seriously. That was a good way to start the pod for me personally. I know that dealing with children every day, Sometimes Dude. the last thing I want to do is socialize and talk to people because my whole day is spent talking and dealing with these kids that necessarily don't grasp all these social cues and context. So that was, I was, I'm excited to continue doing these at the start of the episode because I think it'll be good for us to kind of get set and get in the moment. I, <clears throat> I have some kid oriented ones because my, one of my professors, she's an elementary school counselor and I'll, I'll send them to you. Good time to use them but after lunch or recess, like middle of the day, because, you know, they're kind of like a little dead. Helps. It's a nice reset, right? You know, it just helps you like refocus. It's, I don't know. It's like wiping the page clean almost. I yeah. Don't know how to explain mm -hmm. it. Like, I think I've been a little bit stressed out with work because the kids are always on their laptops. You know, they go sit in the corners of the room so that I can't see what they're doing on their, um, on the computer and I'm kind of like tucked away in the corner. So today I like totally rearranged the room, got a new vibe going. So I'm really excited to go in tomorrow and see how like it works in person because then I'll be able to see what they're doing on the computer. Plus just, you know, I think that's something that works for me personally is organizing. Like if I'm ever stressed out or don't know what to do, I just kind of rearrange things or clean. So that's something that I've noticed about myself 
is that I clean and I organize when I'm really stressed out. Like it could be anything random. It could be my desk or my room or like the spice cabinet or stuff like that. So I'm going to add that to my arsenal now. But I'm wondering, do you guys have things you do like when you notice that you're getting stressed out or getting anxious? Do you have like something you rely on or something you do? Well, I like the organizational one because it is a flaw in me that I have noticed and something that I'm trying to work on. Like this semester was the first semester in I don't know how many fucking semesters, how many semesters of college I've been in where I actually like wrote out in my agenda, like a physical agenda, all my assignments, like right at the beginning of the semester. So I can just like open, like turn the page and I know what to do. And I can feel like I'm not more like shocked when like, like, oh, this is due next week. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, cause like, I can always look ahead in my agenda now. And that's been helping me with my just like feeling more prepared for like uh, tasks that are more in like the, the distance that can like loom over you. Well, Sean, you've been really into keeping a calendar recently too, right? Yeah, you're huge into the yeah, phone one. I'm huge into the phone calendar. Cause yeah, I, I also, Stevie, to your point, never kept an agenda. Like I had a sticky note on my computer in college like the virtual sticky notes on the desktop that would be like my work. But I, I never liked missing syllabus week and I never, like, I know everyone used to get hammered syllabus week and just like come in hungover. I didn't like doing that. And maybe I'm just a nerd, but I like knowing when assignments were coming, how much each thing was worth. Like, wow, attendance is worth 30%. Like I, I better show up or like stuff like that. So yes, I, I wouldn't say I'm an organized person. Like I'm not someone that like has like what a little things call it, like stick out from like yeah, the pages. Yeah. So like, you know, like exactly where everything is, but I do like my calendar. I like knowing when things are coming up. Like, what am I like? I'll like just put things that I do every week at the same time, like shooting the pod, for example, is in the calendar. So I like know when I'm free, when I'm not free. So I can say like, yes, to go into stuff or no to go into stuff. So I like to know what's coming for sure. For sure. In terms of uh, to Jack's question, things cleaning, I think is like a common one for a lot of people. Like I remember like honestly, like even a week or two ago being stressed out and or if you have like that one thing that you have to get done, you keep putting it off. It's like you clean, you do every other chore that you have to like potentially do except the one that you actually need to get done. I, I'm infamous for that. Um, that's definitely a big one for me. I also just like to go do something I enjoy, whether it's like going to the driving range and hitting a bucket of balls, just like get your mind out of it. You know what I mean? I feel like we all like have these hobbies or something that you kind of forget about the stresses that you have going on in your life and you kind of just focus on that. So as a kid, it was playing baseball and now it's turned into golf. Like I just forget about what's going on and I just like focus on my golf swing or let that piss me off instead of like whatever's pissing me off in real life. So stuff like that, I think also Hel like, healthy vices. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I like am religious, so I'm trying to pray more. I don't really pray a lot, but I feel like praying or like going to church definitely helps like ease me and like remind me like, you know, like life is like pretty damn good for us. So gratitude. I, yeah. It definitely like resets my week and reminds me like, you know, yeah. I have gratitude for what I got. So I feel like those are like the few things that I do when I get stressed out. One really good one. I think this is just for everyone is to just look at an animal. Like if you have a pet, 
just to look at them and see how innocent their lives are and how they're so in the moment. They don't really give a care in the world except for what's going on right now. So just touching that animal, especially if they're fluffy, that's a huge bonus. Not prickly. Yeah. Hey, you never know. They could be friendly if they're prickly. So, yeah, just like... uh, Not one to judge. You know, one thing I've noticed about, like, uh, you know, being fearful or being worrisome is a lot of it is about feeling, like, not in control, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you have control of the situation. So, you know, just trying to, like... Even if it's things where it's really hard to feel like you can control it, just to remind yourself that one, it's good that it's on your mind because it means that you're conscious Mm -hmm. of it. And it means that you're at probably at the same time, probably taking the right steps towards that action. So that those, so it's good that you're worrying about it, but you know, don't at the same time, not try to let it like control your life and always be conscious that you're trying to take like the steps and I feel like I'm talking too broad. So like for me and I've talked about this, it's like graduating from grad school in like a timely manner, you know, and also cause like, you know, I'm taking out loans and trying to be in the best financial possibility at the same time. So, you know, I know that like I'm a full-time student, I'm trying to work as much as I can part-time, you know, I'm, I'm doing the right things right now. Like, I can't be too worried about when I'm going to graduate, you know, just or just focus on what I can do right now to put myself in the best position. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I think <clears throat> what's been stressing me the most in my life is right now I want a job that's a 9 to 5 so badly, but and I tell people I'm looking but deep down, I know I'm not even giving it like 100%. Because I know you have to send out like, I know you have to send out so many resumes. And I probably send out only one a week, if that. So that stresses me out that I don't give it all my all. I don't know why I do that. It it pisses me off so much that I'm such a that I can be such a lazy person and that I want so many things in my life to be different and yet I for some reason just don't do anything about it. And the only thing I think I do control a lot is working out stuff like that. Um and when I when I do get stressed, I guess to answer that question, I was thinking about it hard cuz I was freaking out. I was, in my head, I was just thinking, oh, my God, do I not do anything to control my stress? I just sit around and watch movies. But then, but then I just thought, I watch movies. I like to go into the deep dives of, like, how the production of the movie works, the actors, the movies that they had been in before, like, where they were from. Um, I like Googling the best movies of the year, movies that some people haven't heard about and then just streaming it. But I like watching movies. Um, there's something about it. I just love it so much. I love the way I can tell how a camera works, how they set it up, the symbolisms, symbolisms of movies. We watched The Godfather the other day. And there's this scene when uh, Luca Brasi dies and it, ha- it has an exterior shot. 
of him choking and there's fishes around him. And uh, later in the movie, they say, uh, Luca Brasi swims with the fishes, which means he's dead. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty sick that so they shot it. Like, like two scenes later. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right, yeah. So yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, for me, I think just trying to figure out how to motivate myself to do, to change my life in the way that I want it to be changed. And I don't know. I guess that takes time. But well, some, whatever. No, something that's... <laughs> don't, something don't that's, whatever. It, something that Stevie said at the beginning of the episode and something that is similar to kind of the way... Bullets! A way of thinking that I like to... I have recently adopted is to put your feet on the ground like when we did that episode is to be where your feet are. And that means just be present of where you are in the moment. It's kind of easy to get lost in all the things that are supposed to happen to you as a 25-year-old or whoever, if you're listening to this, however old you are, like all the expectations and pressure that's put on you, not only by your friends and your family, but just society in general. It's easy to feel lost in that moment. So I think that if you just are cognizant that you want to get there, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, you know you have to get there. It's just a matter of now, how am I going to execute that? How am I going to make that happen? And for example, you're said, I think we're in a similar position with applying to jobs. Like, feels kind of helpless just clicking submit on an online like how am i supposed to guarantee yeah, talk if, to me. if anyone's going to see that and so one thing that i did not super recently within the last year was i went to like a career fair for something that i would like a career that i was interested in and all these different organizations were there i just brought my resume i talked to people wasn't expecting to get anything out of it and then two or three weeks later some guy hit me up was like hey like i met you at this career fair i really think you'd be a good fit for this position um if you want to talk more about it, please let me know. You were, you know, I think the big thing is you and I and everyone in this room, we're pretty confident in our ability to do the job. If we had the job, it's a matter of getting the job. So if, I think putting your face out there and attaching a name to a face, giving your personality, because you're a huge personality, right? People love your personality. So I think if you were able to sit down with I've someone. I've been known to rough some, <laughs> ruffle some feathers. <laughs> but yeah, I think if you... If you get in the position what? where like you can talk to someone face to face rather than have it be virtual, I think that you could really showcase your skills and how enthusiastic and energetic you are to a potential position. I know that's like a pipe, uh, seems like a perfect world kind of situation, but there are opportunities to do that in this area. So maybe that's something you can do. Yeah. We can do it together because I've been wanting to, you know, I have to figure out my next steps. True. I don't really know what that's like once my school year ends. Also, it's, I also think, I also don't want a job that keeps me here, if that makes any sense. If I sign, like, if I, I said like one more time. <laughs> I don't want a job that keeps me in Nova for an extended period of time. Because I just so badly want to see other places. I've lived here my whole life. And there's nothing wrong with Nova. I love it here. Um, my friends are great. And I'm having a good time living uh, in my duplex with my boys. Just ran a game of Snappa. <laughs> Best of nine series. Lost 5-4. Kev, sorry, brother. Had like two splooshes. Everyone else had, everyone else had maybe 10. Break that down. Um, but I want to <laughs> move to New York. And I don't know. It's also fucking frustrating. You know what I mean? What's frustrating? Like, just to feel... Like, you can't do anything. Do you ever feel, like, just helpless? Like, you 
don't know what's going on. How is this ever going to change? I feel like that all the time. And it's so frustrating to feel like this is just how life is at this moment and I can't see it changing anytime soon. Um, yeah, I definitely can relate to the, the helplessness feeling. I One of my biggest gratitudes in life is definitely being in a career path at 24 that I know I want to do for this is like a like a decent amount for the rest of my life you know for the next foreseeable future is the word I was looking for um but yeah there's there's other things in my life that make me feel really helpless like sometimes I ever worry like I worry like am I ever not going to be heartbroken you know like when is that ever going to stop you know like am I ever not going to be heartbroken and that's a very helpless feeling super annoying yeah i was in the bathroom today and in my mind i was thinking how sick is that feeling gonna be when you find, like know the one i know we talked about it what is that feeling like do you know what i mean yeah well no i don't know the feeling but <laughs> right, yeah. but do you ever think about how do people just know and you they're don't. like bro okay. you just you just know dude because something that gives me peace a lot is low key my my parents just like their story and sorry to spill the tea on my parents sorry mom and dad but i think it's just like really it's just a good story to everyone to hear like my mom got married at 22 my dad was engaged right out of college at 22 my mom was married for like 7 to 8 years got a divorce my dad was engaged for like 3 to 4 years and then they end their engagement you know, I think about all the time, what the, like, where was my mom's headspace? She was 29, 30 years old, you know, coming off a divorce. She moved to this area because of the job that he had. Like, now she's by herself. She doesn't, like, your whole social life is surrounded through, like, the couples that you know being married. That's, like, completely ripped away. You know, you think you're going to have kids in this whole life. And now you're like 30. And you're like, is this ever going to happen? Am I ever going to have this life I've always wanted? And, you know, probably similar for my dad. He was, you know, in his like mid third, like young mid thirties thinking like probably same thing. Like, am I ever going to have a family and meet that person? But, you know, they, they found each other in like their, my dad was probably like 34. My mom was like 31. So that's yeah so just like i so badly like so badly want to meet that person that will it, it that will appreciate like the love that i have and i want to give so badly but like at the same time i know it's going to happen when it happens and can't you can't force it it's just you know, gonna yeah. play itself out and now my parents you know they have like they probably look back and be like, why? Like, like now they have me and my sister and you know, they're probably like, holy shit. Like all my dreams have come true. Like everything that I've ever wanted and everything that I've worried about, you know, like I'm just, they're probably very great. I think about that. So just to know that, like, you know, can I, can I jump in real yeah, quick? Yeah. So you brought up like a, multiple things, right? Sorry. No, no, no. I'm 
I don't, I don't mean it in a negative <laughs> sense, joking. but like the defense. You, you talked about work. You talked about um location. Steve, he just brought up relationships, and you added on relationships. Right, it's so like multiple things, and I feel like we gotta relate back to a question that got written to us that we like did like advice one episode. This was way back, like maybe episode ten. I'm not. I don't even know, but it was about how do you just like live in the present, right? Cause like your mid twenties are supposed to be like the best time of your life, but you really just want to see like when you're 50 and you have like a great job that you love in a city that you like with your family. Cause I was at work literally last week talking to a VP and he was like, your jobs, like your job's going to change so much. Like it changes so much. And I'm like, yeah, but how the hell does that happen? Cause so you like, and we've, I've talked about this on the pod a little bit and we've talked personally, McPherson, like I totally get the feeling of being in a rut. Like I'm at work and it's the same crap every single day and I don't like it and I'm not happy. And everyone says, Oh, it's just first job. Like, Oh, you'll find something else. But it's like, yeah, but right now I have it and I'm applying to jobs. I'm not getting jobs internally, externally, whatever. Like, why is this happening? So I get that. And I get the relationship that we've talked about that a ton of times and we've talked about the location thing. So you have a lot of things. So what I did, at least personally, not that I'm a master by any stretch, is I made just like a list. I literally like made a pros and cons list of, and this was only for work. It wasn't for the other two. But it was like, what do I like about my job? What do I not like about my job? And what do I want from the new job? Right? So I think you can do that about a location or do that about the job you want. Because you said you wanted, you really want a nine to five but you also don't want one that ties you here, right? There's probably more criteria that you have for that job. Yeah, I'm such a bitch. So if you break it down no, and then you're like, the okay, here's this list of something that I, this is what I want, right? So now I need to go not just apply to like random jobs. I need to apply to jobs that make, like meet this box. How do I do that? And that's how I started. And again, not that I'm an expert because I like struck out a lot of times before I got the one, but I felt like that helped me and it helped me not feel so overwhelmed and gave me like a foundation to start off at. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I was talking to this woman at the bar today about that stuff. It was weird because I was just opening up to her. And I was, I told her, I'm probably way too picky about what I want. And I just have to like take that fucking, just gotta take that leap um, to get one, one foot in the door to really get some experience. And she was so nice. She was saying how her son at just now at 30 got his dream job after going back to school and figuring it all out. She said he's got a great job, was in California, everything worked out for him, husband, kids. I was like, wow, sounds so easy when you lay it out like that, right? It's almost like you want to see your life all at once, but stay in the present moment. And then there would be no stress, but obviously life doesn't work that way. Right. Wouldn't be fun. Yeah. It's like you want the assurance that you did the right thing and you ended up in the right spot. Exactly. But you don't want to put in the work. I think for a lot of people, it's about learning how to be patient. That's why taking chances are so scary. Yeah, and learning that, I don't necessarily want to say everything happens for a reason, because I don't know if I 100% agree with that phrase, but it, everything when it happens, it's happening at that time for a reason, because it's going to teach you something. And it's yeah. supposed to happen then, because 
it's going to set you up for the rest of your life because you're going to have that experience. You're going to be able to draw back on it when something similar arises in the future. So maybe you're not going to find your job tomorrow or in a week or in a month or in a year, but it's going to help you really, really think about what you want out of a job so that when you do find that, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is it. I've been waiting for this to happen. Same with location, right? You know, you wanted to move to New York and you've always known that, but maybe it's not the first move you make. Maybe you have to make a lateral move to get to New York second and they would all come together, right? So I think having those goals and understanding where you want to end up is really good, but now you got to put in the work, right? Just like with anything you do in life, whether it's a sports game or talking to a girl or making dinner, right? I want the end product, but I got to go through the process to get there. So go through the process, go through the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations. It's all going to teach you something about yourself, but also about where you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. Something else I wanted to say was like, you were talking about how you feel like you can't control. You can't control yourself with your laziness, but like on like multiple occasions, you've like, talked about how you can control yourself like going to the gym or even being like super into movies and stuff like that that like just knowing that you do have the ability like you know you do like you do have the ability to control it and and do it um my dad has a saying like swallow the frog or do the damn thing so just it's just starting is huge and i think i mean you'll be fine dude i know i'm not worried about you we're worried about Sean. <laughs> yeah, that dude's got nothing going for him at all. <laughs> Me and Sean were talking about just on the car ride over here. Like having confidence in yourself. And how for me it's so easy to look at my friends and see everything that they have going for them and wonder why they wouldn't be as confident in themselves as I am in them. So I don't think we came to a conclusion as to how to better that within yourself, but I mean, we were just I, saying like your biggest critic is yourself. Yeah. Obviously. I'm the, I said it before I'll preach it till the day I die. I mean, fake it till you make it, you know, like really like just believe in yourself more than anyone else. Just know that you're the absolute fucking shit and that you're deserving of everything that you want. You are deserving of it. And it, right. you just got to do what you got to do to get there. Yeah, of course. Are you talking to me? <laughs> talking, to anyone listen- talking to anyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> you, but you are. And whoever, you know, that you are. And that's awesome to know. Just remember that. Yeah. It's all good things, bro. Yeah. I didn't mean this to turn into like. Uh, no. Uh, uh, self-help. For McPhee, you know? No, I mean, but sure. it's not. It's yeah. not. It's for but, everyone. We could talk about it for any of us. Yeah. Like we all, I think that's the thing that I value most about the friends that I have, especially you three, is that, yeah, we're doing this on a podcast, but this is just any normal conversation that we would have, like, in general. Like, if I were to come to you guys, I could confide in you very honestly, and I know that it would stay within that room between the two of us, and if I wanted to get out, I could let you trust that you would tell it to the right people. So... At the end of the day, you have a huge support system. And I, something that I've learned kind of in my search for my purpose, whether that be work or other oriented, is it's not what you know, it's who you know. People are really going to open doors for you and push you in the right direction. And it can be the three of us. It can be your parents. It can be one of your coworkers. It can be the stranger you meet across the way. But the power of people is something that I've really invested in recently and just kind of holding everyone to a really high standard 
but knowing that what I put into it is what I'm going to get out of it kind of thing. Yep. So if I give myself to someone a hundred percent, then I can expect them to give that back to me in turn. So maybe keep that in mind. Just again, I'm not trying to stand on a soapbox and preach for anyone listening, but these are things that I picked up. Yeah. We're know, no um, angels or anything. Yeah. But we're 24 years old, 25 years old. We've had our fair share of experiences. You're no longer 23. I said 24 and 25. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah. We're not 23 anymore. That was Sean, you want to say? No. Oh, uh, yeah, going off with the whole, like, networking thing, uh, you know, you can't get what you don't ask for. So, you know, just ask people for help because they're not going to just know that you want help. You got to ask. And they're going to be willing to give you help. And if someone says no, whatever. Yeah, and McPeep, one last thing, and this is for anyone listening as well. I think a good thing to help anyone is just to manifest things and to visualize things before they happen. It's sort of something that I really have grown to love. And whether that be if I'm trying to cook a meal, I've kind of picture how I want it to be at the end of the day. Or for my tattoos, personally, I've always kind of pictured what they look like. It's been hard to articulate that onto paper or with verbs. But if I can picture it in my head, then I can get a better idea of what that is. So picture the job you want, picture the apartment you want to live in or you know, where you want to travel or what you want to do for side hustles and hobbies. I think that's really helpful. Like I've always pictured being a coach and now I am a coach. Okay. And it happened and maybe not, it's not like the ultimate end goal, but it's proof that what I think about can become an actual thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So just again, another tip for anyone listening. That's something that I've been able to do. And I hope that you all can as well. That's a, it's an awesome one. It's a great one. Manifesting your destiny, just, you know, see what you want yourself to be in life and you it just makes you believe that you can do it thanks much love appreciate it love you bro yeah, yeah, we, we love, love you guys. we love you matt we love beef nation all right yeah beef nation hope that was uh you know a little change of pace for you guys hope you enjoyed it though if you have any advice or anything in the future that you want to see us include in the podcast please send it our way our email is the beef 4512 at gmail.com again we're going to try be a little bit better at expressing emotions and feelings and giving you guys an opportunity in your day to reset clear head and just kind of let things wash over you. Enjoy life for what it is. Be where your feet are. Um, that was episode 26. So half a year of doing this with beef, the beef boys. We appreciate you guys sticking along for the ride. Um, we love you as always have a great week and we'll catch y'all on episode 27. Peace y'all. Bye cuties. Bye.